So we're talking about, I guess we worded it, uh, difference between junior, intermediate, and senior roles. Um, but I want to clarify something before we get into this conversation. There's a, in my mind, there's a difference between roles and titles. I think right. yes to a certain extent, but I'm, I'm curious as to what exactly you mean. I guess what I'm getting at is um, titles are a very, uh, as you know, uh, heated topic <laughs> in our industry. And, and, and heated because there is no standard. And you could be a lead level designer at one company, and, but really only have the skill set to be a, a, you know, an intermediate or a senior at another, at another company. Yes. And I think it's, right. it's dependent on things like the maturity of the design practice and, and the size of the company and that kind of thing too. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to, for the purposes of this discussion, if you're cool with it, kind of like create that separation a little bit and kind of just clarify that we're not necessarily talking about titles, right? Yeah. Um, we're talking about like, the role you play on a design team based on your competency and experience, right? Which, like I said, from a title perspective, could be a senior in one place and, you know, a lead or a junior in another. Yeah, and I, I, I would think that actually get, as you get more senior as well, it gets even more subjective, in my opinion. I mm -hmm. think, like, intern, junior roles, right? They're kind of similar more similar yep. oftentimes than not that's fair but when you get into like a senior designer and then uh lead type roles uh that's where that becomes even more apparent i think cool yeah no i totally agree um all right now that we got that out of the way um what's it like at mlse how what's your role structure yeah so i think we've been a, a bit looser uh, in it traditionally um, and mainly because again we've started a team from scratch right and um, we're figuring certain things out as we're going along so I mean I would say you know we would have like an intern role a junior role and in our intermediate role is a product designer uh, then we would have a senior designer role um, and then we would have um, what I was previously which is like a, a design lead uh, and then uh, the director role, um, cool. which I am currently at now. Nice. Um, over at Rocket Homes, it's similar. Um, so I started there as a design lead, and we actually don't have that role anymore. Well, it's actually changed. So what we have is um, associate, or intern, I guess, and then associate, mid-level, which is, like you said, just product designer. And then we've got senior. Then we've got what's called a staff product designer. And you'll hear the word staff more and so in the engineering uh, land. But we kind of replaced staff, uh, staff with, sorry, we replaced lead with staff um, just to be consistent across our other sister companies. Yep. Um, and then we've got like a principal role, which is like the top of your um, individual contributor tree. Um, and then if you chose to like go into leadership, um, we've got like team leader, director, and then um, VP and so on and so forth, right? So we're, we're looking at doing a similar approach to this here as well. Um, so defining that IC role, again, I don't know what the title is going to be for that. And then mm -hmm. having design managers more so for the people management side of things. Yeah. Um, 
So let's get into the differences. Um, and I don't know. I guess let's just start from the you know from the like the more junior level and work our way up. So mm. why don't you tell me like how you define you know your roles at MLSE, and then I'll see if I if my structure sort of aligns with yours. I'm curious about this. Yeah, I would say for an intern role um, and a junior role because. I would say there's a lot of overlap there and, and you'll come out, you'll see like out of school, a lot of really strong designers. And I think the main difference there is that they're just too green, right? So they don't have enough real world experience or have been exposed to enough real world experiences to um, really understand the difference between theory versus uh, uh, the, the uh, practicality of, of the real life, right? And I think... Uh, I, I and I've done this twice where we've promoted interns to junior designers uh, after the term. Um, you know, after I got a sense that you know they had enough of the exposure to start to understand some of that stuff to set them up for success as a junior designer going into it. Um, and but how long did that of, take? Um, sure, that's a burning I, question. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it was a little bit Typically. like it's 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 hard to say. Yeah, but. Um, you know, we had it as short as I, I believe it was a four month term. Um, she, she was, she also had previous uh, internship um, uh, experience as well. So, you know, she didn't come in too green, um, understood the sort of corporate world and, and um, uh, didn't come out right out of school. So um, there's that. But then, um, you know, I think there were other instances where it took maybe six months, maybe even a little bit longer. Um, yeah, I want to say there's a one-size-fits-all kind of thing. Fair. Yeah. Um, what about you, like, between those two roles? So, uh, be, sorry, between intern and... Uh, junior or junior? associate. Yeah, yeah associate. Um, I mean, at Rocket Homes, in my tenure here, we haven't had an intern yet. That could change. Um, but based on my previous experience, um, yeah... Intern, I would typically peg as someone that is usually still in school even mm -hmm. and, or, or just out of school. And like you said, limited actual product experience, um, but still a good foundation of like the basic principles of design that they can demonstrate yep. in their portfolio. Yep. Um, but perhaps like they only have ever done case studies and maybe never really worked with a developer or a project manager before. Yeah, it's more um, theoretical at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. typically with an intern, their, um, their, final, their final deliverable is usually mock-ups. Mm -hmm. And as we know in, in product, like mock-ups are just the blueprint for what we really want to build. Yeah. And, and so it's that like mock-ups to final release um, that is typically the experience that's lacking that I would expect a little bit from uh, a junior designer. I see. Yeah. So like I look, if I'm hiring a junior, um, I still would prefer that they have worked on a real like a real user experience project. And what I mean by that is 
users have actually experienced your product and what you designed. Yeah. Right. Um, it launched. You, it was measured. There was some sort yes. of impact to it, and yeah. That's right. Yeah, and like, you know, even if you only worked at a company for a year or two, but managed to even ship a feature of a product. Yeah, um, typically it will be like it will be a feature. Yeah, you're not going to ship a whole. You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so but like you're kind of familiar with the train, <laughs> the release train. You're familiar with how generally how a product team operates. Yeah, you understand concept of agile, uh, like an agile environment, and you know you understand uh, yeah. the basics of research and how that fits into each of the processes. I think to to that point, like one of the things that I I sort of expect between uh, or the difference uh, difference between an intern and a junior is with the junior mm-hmm. because it's not so theoretical anymore, and there's some level of experience because you've gone through it at least once. Yeah, that. Um, you understand the difference between process for the sake of process versus process that actually has value at the end of the day, right? Uh, in in that specific context, that specific project, uh, and then how to best leverage that. Um, oftentimes, yeah. you know, um, in school, you're you're you sort of have like the perfect conditions, right? You have all your information sort of given up front to you, um, you know, ample time unlimited budget and resourcing right quote unquote mm-hmm. uh, but these are not things that happen in the real world uh, often yeah. so yeah. Uh, how do you how do you adapt to that and you know what do you take away what do you add in in in, uh, in your mind like how do you plan for that kind of stuff right yeah for sure and you don't need years and years of experience like you said like even four to six months being in an environment like that I think will give you enough of an understanding to gain more confidence in the process and once you have that confidence, you can really play the role you meant to play on a cross-functional. Cool. Um, so what about your mid-levels? How do, you, yeah. how do you generally evaluate them? So I think the intermediate uh, role for, in, in my mind, is, is probably the most uh, vague uh, out of all of them, just because it's, in all honesty, to me, in... in I don't know if I'm going to get slack for saying this, but it's sort of like the catch-all where someone is not ready to be a senior role. Because for me, a senior role is very defined for me on, on what that means. Um, so maybe I could start at a senior role and, and sure. um, work backwards. So a senior role is, or a senior designer is someone that I can put sort of as a lead for a project, right? Their own feature set or, or net new product. And uh, have them run strategy, have them plan out um, the, their process, uh, you know, um, be able to facilitate with both product management and engineering um, and really be a facilitator for user experience in that project team. Yeah, I think I echo the same like criteria. Um, the one thing I would add is we hire hybrid designers ui ux practitioners yeah and um and we we talked about this before um you know to me like uh a senior really has to be good at both and have experience with both and like success with both right and but with it with an intermediate um there's a bit of give there like um there's more of a safety net for sure Right. More of a safety net, and like, yeah. but you got to be strong at one of them. You have to be strong at one of them, in my eyes. Yeah, you, you got to like, if you're really 
great visual designer um, and like not so strong in the UX. Um, like you, you could still be a intermediate product designer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say, and vice I would versa. Say so. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas senior, I expect both, and and it's for the reasons that you stated, right? Like I expect seniors to live in an, at an altitude that's a bit more strategic, um, that they uh, know how, like you know, have experience. Uh, like leading and mentoring uh, like junior talent. Mm-hmm. And, and in order to do that, you really like need to be proficient at the entire spectrum of our practice. Yeah. Right? Um, because you're going to be mentoring those product designers that may be weaker in one of those areas. And, yeah. I, and I really lean on my senior designers to help level them up. Yeah. Right. For sure. And they do it kind of shoulder to shoulder by collaborating. Whereas with me, it's more direction, goal setting and and that kind of thing. Mm. But, uh, you know, I'm not as shoulder to shoulder as I used to be with the team. Oh yeah, absolutely. Being being in a leadership position. So I really lean on, no, exactly. So I really lean on the senior folks to, to fill that gap on the, yeah, Um, the day to day. Yeah. On the day to day. Right. And so, yeah, uh, like developing people skills um, isn't easy. And so moving up to a senior isn't easy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think that I, I can't think of anything else. Like, I think that, that really for me is what, is what draws the line. It's, it's the strategy, it's the people skills, the mentorship, the proficiency across the entire practice of UI and UX. Um, and, and, and to me, like, and again, like, I might get flack for seeing this too, but like, I really do feel that like years of experience does play a role here. I tend it's to a, not. It's an indicator, like, but it's not the end all be all, right? It's not the end all, all be all. And like, it is possible, like, to be a, a, you know, a senior designer, like, have the skills of a senior designer having only been in the industry for, for three years or whatever. Yeah, I've seen um, it too. Yeah. I've, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's rare, but like I do feel that like part of part of seniority is the um the stripes you've earned, the battle scars that you have. Yeah, you put from in the going work f- to have the confidence. Yeah, like if you've been doing design for 5 or 6 years, you probably had a couple like really tough projects. You probably went through some pretty highs and lows. Um and you've probably built up that resilience and tough skin that you need, you know, through, through very critical feedback, through failures, through all sorts of stuff that, mm-hmm. like, just takes time to build. Like, you're not going to experience all that in a year or two of your career. Um, so, uh, so there's kind of that expectation, too, that, like, you know, senior designers, they've been through some shit. <laughs> and, and, you know, should should shit happen again, <laughs> they'll be able to handle it because they've done it before. Yeah. Um, one other thing that I, I do want to note around senior designers too is I have this expectation that everyone contributes to the practice and craft of design, right, to a certain extent. And when I look at senior designers, um, especially as, you know, we're still, I, I consider our, our team still relatively young um, in, in the context of, of things. Um 
And as we sort of go through this blitz scaling mode of, 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 you know, doubling our team every year, right? Like things break, processes break, things need to change, the requirements change, um, our team uh, changes as well. So with that, um, we need people to look at opportunities and problems and, and contribute that at a scale that affects other designers as well for the better. So, you know, let's say you want to try something new in a process and it, uh, you, you have amazing success with it, right? How do you think about then scaling it out to the other designers on your team so that they can use that and, and follow that and, and buy into it? And part of that, like the, the things required to be able to do that shows things like your ability to lead, you know, influence, get by, and then how do you develop governance and, and a process to make sure people follow it properly? And then how do you make sure that you sort of like own this thing? And then when it gets big enough, so let's say like a design system, for instance, how do you scale this thing out and get the bind to, to get more designers, mm-hmm. you know, as a resource to this thing? And it becomes this thing where like now you're, you're understanding how to scale a team and, and contribute in that sense. And, uh, yeah, like I, I expect the beginnings of that to, um, all senior designers on my team as well. Yeah, no, I, I echo that hundred percent. Um, so what about beyond senior? And mm. this is kind of where it gets a little bit fuzzy and I, I think we might have to do a separate episode on this, but like, <laughs> um, like, yeah, what, what's it like beyond a senior designer at MLC? Yeah. So looking at sort of my career path and again, we're, we're planning to make some changes this year on it. Um, but it was essentially, uh, a lead and then it's morphed more into uh, a manager role, uh, for me and then the director role. Um, so, uh, lead is more sort of on the IC side of things where you're really taking the horns on, on big initiatives, um, and, you know, leading strategy and vision and, and also pixel pushing at times, right? Like the whole sort of process end to end, uh, for project delivery. Um, and then as my team sort of grew, um, I, I was able to spend less time on, um, on the actual like product side of things and more on the people management to grow the practice, you know, hire people, um, you know, make sure that I'm growing people and, 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 uh, we have processes and, and tools and everything that comes with running a team. Uh, and then finally transitioning more into the director side, which is then, uh, more at an organizational level where now we're making sure that, um, you know, we're advocating for design, not just within our department, which is digital labs, but then, you know, making sure that uh, I'm talking with uh, our, our food and beverage team, our retail team, our ticketing team, and, and um, having those sort of processes in place. And so I'd say, you know, it's been like sort of a, a messy uh, figuring out as I'm going along type thing uh, for me personally. But I, I suspect this coming year, as we're defining those roles a bit more, it's going to be, I think, a bit more traditional and, and probably closer to what you're uh, gonna be at um yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah so we're you know beyond senior at rocket homes we've got staff and principal on the craft side and then team leader and director on the leadership side um, so i'll break them down just really quickly so staff is typically someone with a decade of experience in design mm-hmm. um and you know has you know just like expert knowledge in the craft of every of all things and sorry well no i say all things i mean ui both ui and ux just expert knowledge um in both of those fields um 
and is really like, and this this is also applies to the principle. Um, it's really uh, they're really like the the right hand human <laughs> to uh, the team lead in terms of like operations, decision making, um, recruiting, mentoring. So that's part of it too. Um, and then a, a big difference between staff and senior is accountability for quality, I think. Um, I mean, like, I think the entire team should be accountable for quality, but it's really up to the staff and principal designers being the top-level uh, individual contributors of the team to ensure that the team's quality is at a certain bar. And if it's not, it's kind of, I kind of lean on my staff to, like, to raise that, to raise that bar with people, and you know, it includes yeah. mentorship, it includes process changes, um, and and so yeah, and so I really that's kind of my expectation from a staff. Principal isn't a lot different. The main thing with principal for us is years of experience, um, and that's really I think we put in the principal role. It's it's really to. Um, uh, Give our salary bands um, the room it the room it needs to breathe, mm-hmm. and so like if someone's coming in with twenty years of experience, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, um, and but they don't want to lead people. There's still a place for them here, and um, I mean, I personally have never worked <laughs> or have managed a principal before. Um, I mean, I, th- I think it'd be very interesting to <laughs> manage someone that. Uh, you know, has a lot more experience than I do, <laughs> right? Um, but I feel like at that point, it really becomes a partnership. It's less about, hey, you report to me. Managing, and I'm yeah. Your, yeah, and I'm managing you. At that point, we're really partners. And, you know, I take on a certain set of responsibilities to the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so does the staff or principal. And the same sort of um ideals around servant leadership and um and putting the team first all ring true yeah and it's almost harder i imagine to do that and you know contribute uh you know most spend most of your day designing and contributing right so it's a challenging role definitely um but yeah that's kind of how we define it um over here at rocket homes i see and then on the people management side you have a like a, a, um, a peer to that as well? Uh, so like you have staff, principal, but then you have yeah. any, like those aren't really people management roles, right? No, they're not. No. So on the people side, we've got what's called a team leader, mm-hmm. um, which is, I guess, our middle management role. Um, that's the role I'm in now, where a team leader typically leads a team of six to seven. Mm-hmm. Um, designers and um, may have a focus on a, a certain business area. Now, as we scale past, like, you know, if, if we get to a team size of 10, um, you know, my, my goal would be to hire or promote another team leader and have like two teams of maybe four designers plus a leader mm-hmm. that are, you know, dedicated to various streams of the business. Yep. Um, and then our our d- director level is essentially uh, a leader of leaders. Yeah. So the director uh, 
essentially leads and manages all the team leaders, right? Mm -hmm. And makes sure that like, from an organization perspective that um, the team leaders that are fostering the, the design culture um, that the organization holds dear, right? And, yeah. um, and directors are really responsible for, you know, mentoring and fostering good leaders, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of where, and then there's VP and then C-suite. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's generally our structure. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that follows a lot of the industry structures as yeah. well. Um, yeah, I mean, we're a big enterprise, so like, it's not, we're not doing anything crazy from that perspective. Yeah, any, any sort of like parting thoughts? Um, like, I, I, I kind of circle back to um, my, my point at the very beginning is like, my advice would be don't put a lot of emphasis on your title, but put a lot of emphasis on your impact and and uh, the literally the role you play. Like, what are you doing in your day to day, right? Um, and and the other thing I, I I'd like to say is, you know, if you focus on delivering good user experiences and building good products and just designing awesome stuff, the the roles and titles and salaries and promotions and um, you know, confidence and accolades will follow. I don't wake up every to a morning. Extent. So it's fu- it's okay. funny because <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with a certain portion of it. Um, while I agree with with the the point around like doing the good work is the the thing that will get you there. That alone isn't like if you think that that and yeah, that alone is the thing that will get you there. Um, uh, that's not quite true in my opinion. And I'm not going to get too much into it just because we have a whole another topic uh, episode that, that we, we wanted to talk to, uh, uh, particularly around this topic around. So, um, yeah, I, I would also, uh, I think, agree with the first part around um, like where you should focus in on. And I think even uh, earlier uh, in the episode, you mentioned something around um, you know, the roles are kind of subjective, right? Like the, the titles of it. And um, yeah, it's it's not quite uniform across industry. So you should keep that in mind as, you know, you're applying for a new role or, or um, doing a little bit of research uh, there. Awesome. Let's chat more about this because I think there's more that we can dive in here. So yeah, absolutely. Time.